Welcome to Dramas with the Side of Kimchi, the fangirl party every drama fan wants to join. Grab your kimchi and face mask and let's chat Asian dramas. I'm Drama Geek. I'm CL Kita. And I'm K Muse. Be sure to come check out our exclusive content available through Patreon. If you want more fun drama-themed discussion, come join us as we have new episodes available just for our Patreon supporters. We'll include that link in our show notes. And another way to spread the kimchi love is to drop us a ratings and review on Apple Pipe. Ah, Apple Podcast. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a fun one. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to talk. <laughs> we are at the end of our recording in many in a row, so we're we're a little loopy. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't know what's going to come out of our mouths, so <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> so today's topic is sometimes there are dramas that we want to go to a little bit more in depth. Um, we'll do first impressions and stuff, but then there's other ones where we're like, no, we really need to get into the nitty gritty of this drama. And that happens to be Extraordinary You. Um, and so we, what has aired so far is episode one through 12. So we will be doing um, the end, the half, the, uh, the second half of it once it finishes. Right, we're not going to do three; yeah. we'll do two. Yes. So we'll do the second, the, the last twenty episodes. Um, Probably thirty-two January, end of January, beginning February. So right. watch for it. Yep. So we're gonna cover what's happened, everything that's aired through now, which is episode twelve. So that is what we're doing today. And just for clarification, because I actually we actually did get a question about this on our recaps in the blog. Hmm. Um, if you're on some of the less than legal sites, they combine the two episodes oh. to make the hour long episodes. So, so it would be through episode on six. Kokoa and Vicky, they mm-hmm. separated into the thirty minute episodes like it airs in Korea. Mm-hmm. And so that's it's twelve thirty minute episodes or it's six hour-long episodes if you're watching it at a different site where the episode count might be different so so we're almost because if it's 32 then that's we're almost at the halfway point right now yes so because we're at 12 so we're almost getting yeah all right so let's talk about our impression of the drama before it started i had just barely heard anything about it and K-Muse was like, hey, hey, this one looks good. And so all I knew before it started was that it was going to be kind of a flip story on um, the whole idea of a story within a story. Um, and <laughs> Go for it. Continue. Oh, I was just going to say, and I don't know if any of that makes any sense, but basically I I just knew that we were going to have a comic where suddenly the people were going to be aware that they were in a comic. For me, there's a Twitter account that I follow a lot. Um, It's at Netizen Drama, I believe. Let Mm. me see. Yes, at Netizen Drama. And she read the... um, webtoon which is july found by chance and so she was all over the place just so excited that this was getting made and she shared everything and so my twitter feed was definitely full Mm. of stuff for this drama upcoming drama because they released a lot of stills they released a lot of things and so i was kind of like oh what's this thing that everyone's talking about 
well, one person's talking about excessively. <laughs> right. And so I looked into it and I love the concepts of fantasy becoming reality, mm-hmm. the whole story becoming real kind of thing, kind of like a Pinocchio real boy concept, but better done because I don't really like Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I was very interested in the drama and everything surrounding it. The promotions were very on point for the tone and type of story it was going to be. And I was really interested. So for me, it was the same thing. I'm just like, I like, um, W two world and that comic book of like coming to life and comic book characters becoming aware and trying to change their destiny. Um, his is definitely a topic that interests me a lot. And so even just hearing the concept, I was like, okay, I'm on board. And then I saw the, um, the promotion, the teasers and stuff. I'm like, okay, this really does look like they're going to be doing it to where, uh, the style and the tone is, is good. So, yep. So what made it jump over that line from, well, this looks interesting to, oh my gosh, we need to do a whole podcast about this drama. What do you, what do you think guys? For me, I think it was just, it's so refreshing. It's a very Mm -hmm. refreshing feel to a drama and a different look at tropes. Mm -hmm. And I like that it's like tropes within the tropes almost because it's a K-drama. We're not going to get away from the tropes, even though they're trying so hard to, but it's just creating different formations of the same tropes. And I think I find that really interesting. It's a very intricate story within the story look at at how a romance is made. Yeah, for me, I, that, the, uh, the way that she's aware of what's going on and the way that they do it, I just love that. Like the, like once she becomes aware and how she in her head is like, Oh, this is so corny. I'm having to say these lines or, you know, any of that stuff. Like I, that is uh, very refreshing and so funny because it's kind of making fun of yourself because that's, you're writing the romance. So yeah. it's, and, and, but her character, I would have to say, cause she, um, it really carries the first couple of episodes because it's pretty much just doing internal monologue most of the time and the rest of them aren't aware of what's going on. So they're very like stock um, characters. And so she's really what pulled me in. I'm like, oh, I have to watch this girl. And they're kind of mocking Boys Over Flowers, which is kind of funny. Boys Over Flowers I love is, that yeah. so much. <laughs> I, I loved that they were mocking Boys Over Flowers. But even more than that, I love that they did not make her a stupid character. She's she's playing a role, but the real her that's in the shadows is she's really smart. <laughs> mm-hmm. And her perception of what's happening and her persistence. I love how they have such an intricate storyline and they're following the quote unquote main story. Mm-hmm. And then her story. And I love the, the, the parallel view that we're getting. It's, that's what really fascinates me is that they're maintaining the integrity of both stories. Right. So what do we think about our leading lady? I know we've mentioned hmm. that she's definitely a very important component to this story. So is she doing well? What do you think about the actress, the character itself? 
Um, the actress is doing a really good job. Like the fact that she can like waterworks because her character is written to be doing that. And then all of a sudden the scene ends and it flips off and she's done and she just moves about her way. Um, I also think she has chemistry on screen with pretty much all of her um, different, the different characters that are in the story and the character herself is very likable. Like I like the fact that you could see like if it was just her character as written, the writer doesn't do her any favors. Like she's not she's like you would be like, oh, yeah, she's, she's the very fiance, sick girl. You know, she's she's a sick character, a rich girl. One of my favorite things is when she finally realized that she was the extra and that Don and over like, oh, my gosh, no, I'm the rich, pathetic fiance i'm not the lead character it was so great well, just, and she's not even the second lead. no no she's no she's like, totally almost totally not even important <laughs> in the story yeah she's yeah. the last one listed she is <laughs> she is and and i love i think that one of the things that i like about her is i love that she's so bubbly mm-hmm. i mean she <laughs> the actress is just killing it with her ability to be serious in her role. And then when it's over, she's like, okay, bye now. And she just walks <laughs> off to go do what she wants. Or, and I love it. I was gonna say, or when she's supposed to be like, she has to pretend like she's cheering something on her. Like, Oh my gosh, yes, he's so handsome. And she's like, so over the top of it. And then when she's done, she's like, okay, let's yeah, that was stupid. Now let's leave. Like she's doing a really great job. I, it, I, it's like, I, I could be friends with her. Mm-hmm. Well, and it was like the um, when she th- really was like, oh, my gosh, they all think I'm so pretty. Like you could she really was kind of had a big head. And oh, yeah, and really, she really pushed that. And then then once she realized she wasn't, then it kind of was like, OK, she's <laughs> she got knocked her, down a peg. <laughs> but her hair flips are spectacular. <laughs> yes. Well, and I love how she's straddling. To where she's very spunky, very sarcastic, mm-hmm. and kind of she has an edge to her, right? You know, especially when she's dealing with the fiance, she's like, "Oh, yes. I don't like you. Why would I ever like you?" Eh. <laughs> yes, exactly. She she definitely has an edge, but she's so likable, mm-hmm. and a lot of times that that's a very hard combo to hit. It is because a lot of times actresses are either. They do the pretty girl really mm-hmm. well, or they do the snarky really well. Mm-hmm. But to be able to combine both of those is something um, not everyone can do. Yeah. So it was really well done on the casting. She's an actress that I haven't seen a lot. I She's in Sky Castle, mm-hmm. which rocketed her name up. And she's been in a lot of stuff. I don't remember her a lot. So I'm really enjoying that such a talented actress has been able to almost come up as an extra mm-hmm. and has made it to this leading lady level. And I love finding talent. So she is definitely talented, definitely talented. So as the characters wake up, um, how do we think that this is going to affect the story? And so far up to episode 12, we have three outside of the, what is he, the squid fairy? The yes, the squid fairy. Squid, 
or so, there's something else in the name too. But a dried squid fairy. Or he's creepy. creepy. <laughs> yeah, dried squid fairy. I don't know that he's creepy. He totally I has do feel creepy like he moments. Has, he has old, like he has way more knowledge than he's giving anybody. It's and ominous. he has some ulterior motives, I think. So. Um, but so we've got her, she was the first one to wake up and then the not, he's the second lead of the books triangle, the violin, (laughs) the violin player. And I love that he was woken up and that's like, now he's having to perform all these really cheesy things. And so like, oh, why would I ever cry? (laughs) It's like, I'm such a loser. Yeah. And it, it it really gave her because again for the little for the first little bit she was just having to talk to herself most of the time and not have a lot of interaction. And but once he woke up, it was that was a really nice interaction. I thought it was hilarious that the back thing is what woke him up <laughs> of her like bouncing off of everybody's backs trying to find her her nameless guy. But um, and then the one that just woke up these last are you everybody yes. caught up that's yes. listening? Okay, yes, um, was. Baekhyung, right? Yeah, yes. he was. Yeah, so he woke up. We don't know how long though he's been awake because I feel like he's been playing been it for a bit, clicking for yeah. a while. Yeah, I think it's been playing because I actually like there was a couple of times where people like he was like who, and I'm like you know who he is. Like he really yeah. acted like he didn't know. So I think he was just trying to test it out and see because you know if you start losing your memory and waking because they show the progress that she went through or the process that she yes. went through to wake up, and they didn't all show that with everybody, but. So, um, well, actually, I think they have showed it with everyone because they showed that he um, saw his brother, the doctor. Remember, it clicked. It did that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. And then they went and did it to Haru, too. How his. Oh, so he's awake, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now we have four of them because Haru woke up. Well, five if you and count the the squid fairy. squid fairy. (laughs) See, I don't know that he's. Awoken. I think he's never been. Do you think? I don't. I don't think he's ever been a a character that didn't know he was. I don't even think he belongs in that story. I wouldn't be surprised. He's not. He doesn't fit, and he never interacts with anybody that's not awake. Awoken. So he's not written into the book. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's interesting, and it it was driving me nuts that I didn't know who that was. Oh yes, it's the other Emanho. Yes, who's not Emanho anyway? I don't know what he switched his name to. Lee Terry. Yes. So I was like, oh, okay. Thank you, Drama Panda on Twitter for looking that up because I was obviously too lazy. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. Um. Because, again, the story, and that's where we were talking, like, in a different podcast. This is the third time we've we've brought <laughs> this drama into the discussion of our podcast today. But um, that uh, we'll have to kind of wait out and see if they are following the rules of their own world. But um, that as they're waking up, they are changing what's being written in the book a bit. So it, as you know, yeah, then we have to figure out is the writer just kind of going with the new direction in the story or the characters actually changing the story? Yes. Cause that's kind so. of where I feel like maybe they're still in the story, but the story's changing or this right. is the story. Right. Oh, it's so meta. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, I love that whole part about it, but I don't, I'm kind of curious about Haru because I feel like 
Like, he's always been aware on a certain level, just not, but he's always known that he was an extra and in the shadows, and he didn't know his name or anything, and he just didn't interact. Well, I, I don't know. So I feel vibes. he's a different, I think he's different from everybody else, whereas everybody else wasn't awoken within their own story. He always felt out of place because he doesn't belong there because he's not from that story. Yes. And I wonder when she sticks her hand through that mysterious black hole, mm-hmm. is that going into a different story? Right. And somehow right. she dragged him into her story. Right. Because that's oh, kind of that he's, idea. His, his, the flower book is the yes. one that he's showing up, which is, I had to, uh, Siokita like was like, oh, it's a, it's a Sagok. And I'm like, really? And I guess I was just watching and not <laughs> the zooming in. He did the flute. It's like, fluting. <laughs> 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 we know what this means. <laughs> I just thought it was the writer just making him a F. Four or whatever they call yeah. it. Is it F four in this one or is it A three? A three. A three. Making him the kind of, like he's not playing the violin. They're putting that character to the side, so they want yes. something to replace it. But it does make sense when because when you see the pages from the flower book, he it is a psychic and he is yes some character within that one. Yes. So so I think that he and the dried squid fairy are from the same place. Oh, that's really interesting. And I think think that um, I have this whole theory about, are we, am I allowed to talk about this yet? Are we going to go? It's fine. Okay. So I have a whole theory about Here we can go off script. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) We love you, Mark May. He has a scar on his hand and it's cutting straight through his lifeline. He has been cut out of some story. Right. And he is tossed in this story, which is not his, but I am betting you like a whole bunch of kimchi cash if that existed. I am betting you. <laughs> oh tons my gosh, of it. kimchi cash. <laughs> I am betting you tons of it that he is the main character mm. of another story. Because um, in the most recent episode, Duwa makes a comment when he looks at him and he's like, he has eyes just like the main character. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory. So, um, and it's, whenever I'm writing my recaps, I'm like, I don't know if I'm right or wrong, but here's what I think. <laughs> and I still say the squid fairy's evil some way. He's, I think you're probably right. ominous. You're probably, it's probably ominous. my love for, I mean, uh, and the way they like light his face whenever he gets kind of upset. Mm-hmm. It's well, totally, I do, no, well, and that's the thing is that he, he knows way more than he's letting anybody else know. And he like, he is like the puppet. He's trying to be the puppet master and keep everything the way that he thinks that it should be. So I do agree with that. Like he's, he's controlling things and trying to, you know, figure out how to get things back to where, where it is. So I don't know how he orchestrated Haru falling in the water and disappearing, (laughs) but I feel like he had something to do with that. Uh, Or, you know, so I don't know. First, Early on, I thought he was the writer and that he had inserted himself into the story. Yeah. Um, so, but I don't, I, st- I don't know if that's true anymore, but I definitely no. think that he's either a character from a different book that's always been aware that he's in the wrong story. And he's or, evil. And, <laughs> and he's evil, <laughs> according to Game Muse. 
you know I'm going to laugh and be like, neener, 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 if he's not. Like, <laughs> he ends up being, like, his, he was just trying to help everybody out. No, <laughs> he doesn't. So, his problem, so here's, here's the problem with the dried squid fairy. The dried squid fairy wants, he wants to have company, which is why he was okay with Dano joining him. Mm. And he kind of sets her up. But the problem is that it's a, it's, a domino effect mm-hmm. or the butterfly effect. Yeah. Cause he predicted the next one to wake up. And, and so his problem is that he, I think his existence is based on staying in the shadows. Mm. His existence is based on just being an extra and, and not um, like, I think that he's being punished and that's why he is where he is. And that's why he's trying to pull Heru back because he knows exactly who he is. And he's afraid that um, if Heru finds out who he really is, that all of them are going to get yanked into nothing. Hmm. That's my theory. It's my theory. And he's doing it out of self-preservation. He's evil. Squid fairy is evil because of self-preservation. He's just, he doesn't care about if she gets. My guess is he was evil in a different book and he escaped to this one where he's. I don't think so. I think it all goes (laughs) back to the She just thinks he's evil. (laughs) Rue's lifeline has been cut. Uh, Mm. He's poisoning that squid. We all know (laughs) it. His, His lifeline has been cut. And whenever he picked up that amulet. I think he saw something and, you know, he keeps drawing those flowers. So we know he's from the book flower, but I think that dried squid fairies from that too. I love how CL Keats is like, not evil. We're going to go with my, my story that we're, <laughs> and I'm no, just what? like evil. evil, evil. No, no, I am weaving my own story. K muse. It's my story. <laughs> so Sorry. I'm excited to see where Beck Young Hmm. His he's a very interesting character right. because he has been so written hot. as a very ruthless, doesn't care kind so of character. Hot. But is that <laughs> really him or is so hot? Oh, he is extremely hot. Like <laughs> he's the hottie from WWW. He's scared he is. And he's but... also the bad guy from Alhambra. The the so he was the thug that Kill, tried to kill. Oh, I know who you're yeah. talking about. The um, Marco or Chanyol, like he the the yeah the he creators, kept trying yeah, to the kill programmer Chen-Yul. kid. Yeah, yeah. So I don't he care. He's hot. <laughs> um, I it it is interesting because I feel like even his character has always actually liked her, but didn't right. want to like her and didn't want to be forced to. And also the the flashback the that they showed Obviously of like being scared. Issues. Well, everybody always leaves me. Yes. So again, he he really is written like your typical uh, jerky man. male lead. Yes. So I feel like um, so far he has been true to his how his character was written. But then is he going to thought out true to that type of character and then we'll like him? Or once he starts waking up, he'll still just be kind of jerky It'll and never... Um, actually become the her interest because right now like she has no interest in whatsoever even like even though she knows her character i don't feel like she ever connected to that 
no part. So I don't think but that he's she- never been more than a character to her right. either, which is completely different than truly falling for someone who's real. Right. You know, I know that's what's his name. Do uh, Do uh, here. Whatever I think that's name. the biggest issue I have with his true love. Yeah. <laughs> It's like <laughs> she's so and I, I so anytime she, her and her male lead guy because he's even more he's so boring like he, oh, he's so boring, so boring. So boring. and the yes. actor himself is he's not doing anything for me necessarily so it's one of those like when the two of them they're together they're bland yeah, vanilla they're, they're very <laughs> bland and so yes him liking her but it is one of those like his character has been written that way so long that it probably was just easy to like I her that really way. I really like how in episode six they started doing where, well, I'm just going to tell her I like you. And she's like, well, something feels wrong if I say I like you back. Right. Like, you know, it's almost like. Because I think her character, as the person that she is, she, is, would, she like would like him. him. Yeah, it's yes. just that the writer. So I think that that's where it's, it's an her- interesting aspect if they can give her some personality. Yeah, yeah. I would I'm I hope she wakes up fairly soon yes. because then I feel like that their storyline and their romance will be more interesting because right now I'm like why do you and like it's her never She's going so to be like what I'm watching the show for but right as a no, very no. small no. side aspect yeah it's interesting but I like him so much like him but he's so cute and he is like, oh that's just horrible dialogue <laughs> So, yeah. so I'm watching whenever I'm having to watch for the recap, I, I pretty much blah, blah through their part mm-hmm. um, because it is very boring. But I'm really intrigued by Baekhyung. I am just I, I feel like his awareness is going to change everything because, number one, he is already as a character who's written this way. He's already been pushing back against the expectations of him. And I think that once he's self-aware, all bets are going to be off. And I think that he likes um, how Dano is, uh, how this new girl that he's seeing isn't just this weepy, sick, sad little thing that he's supposed to try to please. But she's actually got a little um, something interesting about her and he's intrigued. Right. And so I can totally see this turning into a real love triangle and I can get behind that. I'm not hating on that. Well, and I don't blame him for not liking how her character is written because like she, if if you just get on paper and I'm engaged to you, (laughs) that's it. That's her only right. Like that's (laughs) it. Well, and that's, but, and when you put into the, uh, the, mix her dad and like yeah. the, you have to please her and his dad like you have to please her she's gonna go back and tell her dad that you're not being nice it's like weird. if that's really what her character yeah. does and goes dad he's not liking me then why would he like her exactly so that is an interesting aspect um so the and we kind of already talked about like the drama like the main one that I feel like they're pulling from most of the time is Boys Over Flowers. Yeah, like there are probably some other more recent ones that they might be I showing. Think a aspect, little bit but I, of the music has implied other ones occasionally, mm-hmm. but Boys but I Over Flowers. I you can't know. totally Boys Over Flowers, yeah. and I love that they're making fun of that drama because I hate that drama. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, when what's so funny is as somebody who watches some of those dramas and then they they make it they're like how stupid is that like why would I be doing this or why am I doing that and that sounds cheesy then you're like sitting back and go oh it is kind of stupid (laughs) (laughs) so I mean when you look at you're like yeah boys over flowers and all the stuff that happened because you're looking at that character that character set up and in this like this drama you are not interested in the main characters at all like that are in the comic book and because it's because they're the way that it's written and it's so meh. So I like that. (laughs) I like that the, the both aspects going on at the same time. So, so who is everyone's favorite character and why? Dano. I love (laughs) the main, I love her. I love her because she is written as the poor little rich girl that's dying, but the real her is like, screw this. I'm not going to let this story take me down. I'm going to, I'm going to change my story. And she's like a Korean Disney princess. And I'm, I'm okay with that. I agree. Like that's, that's my pick too. To just do something different. (laughs) Because of course she's the best thing about the drama. Yeah. Um, I really like, uh, Beck Young's, character it's an interesting look because the others kind of just like fell out of their characters and out into awareness right and i think he's the one that's mentally very much forcing his mental to stretch Mm -hmm. out of it Mm -hmm. it's it's interesting because you see that he's thinking things through like people are saying things right that aren't clicking and pretending that he's not going to know things and right. you can see him well i want to know what they're talking so he's about. he's almost the only other one in the that's the equivalent of her where exactly. in, in and as far as that aspect of yeah. it of like he really was so like i think he's a really for being such a jerk because right. i mean he's a jerk right but for being such a jerk he has a lot of facets that make him very interesting and mm-hmm. i want to know more about him so I think I do agree with you that he's the one that interests me the most of like what's going to happen with him. I don't know what's going to happen with him. Right. Like you can kind of guess where other people stand in relation mm-hmm. to various things because, you know, Haru's going to be the hero. Right. We know that. Right. But what is he going oh, to what do? If Haru was uh, an evil guy in his book. What if he that was would the be bad shocking. guy? <laughs> and that's but why you got kicked out. <laughs> haven't you picked up on, though, that it feels like the whole A3 should have been an A4? And the whole way that Haru and Baekhyung keep... It's like they know each other. It's like they they know each other, but they don't know that they know each other. They do because it, there's there's a lot of little things that they do where it's like frenemies. Mm-hmm. I and do, and so, then that's why the flower book and him being for like kind of confused, like it kind of changed my thought process with that because I had thought, like you were saying, maybe he was a character that early on in the storyboarding he got um, killed off. Because as a writer, you do you kill off lots of characters. Oh, that character was in there, and not kill off in a way of like kill the character in the story but you just take them completely out of the story as if they were never there so you're right so that's kind of what it felt like for me with his character 
of like that he originally had been written into the story and then they took his character out. Like they just deleted him from the story. He never existed. But then he's showing him in that flower book. So now I'm like, I I don't know. (laughs) So I'm curious if they're just reusing characters Mm. because it feels like some of these characters are recycled and it feels like, um, like maybe originally Haru was the head and, and the lead. Mm. Um, and then the writer maybe didn't finish the book or, um, killed off the main character or something and then decided to go all orange marmalade and <laughs> take, Oh, we're going way deep here. <laughs> And, and take us from modern days back to Josian time and then back to modern days. I don't know. I've got, I told you I have all these conspiracy theories. So maybe flower wasn't the, like it wasn't a book that came before this one. Cause this one feels like it's still being written. That's not necessarily finished, but maybe it was like the equivalent of like a earlier life. Kind something. Of. Yeah. Like, right. <laughs> So, I don't know. He's reincarnated, don't know. but then they're like, nah, we're going a different direction. <laughs> so, I, it, it could happen. It's my conspiracy theory. So how has the writer changed the role of the leading man in this drama, or have they? And as the drama keeps going on, I keep thinking that they haven't really reinvented it. Because... How he said, like, the second leading guy, oh, you have a leading man's look. Mm-hmm. Is this really reinventing or creating their own paths when they're just falling into a new version of the trope? Right. Oh. You know, so oh. it's yeah. really interesting to see because you think, oh, they're going to make it different. You know, this person's going to, like, burst forth and they're going to be their own path. You know, they're going right. to forge their own path. But really... They're just pushing into a new version of the same trope that we're used to. Like you have the two versions of a love triangle Mm -hmm. and the leading man's just shifting to a different character. So what do you guys think? So it's hard to tell because, again, like we because we're so programmed of like, okay, Haru is the main lead. He's the person that they've really imply that he's the he's gonna get the girl so if in that sense i feel like his character falls more in a second lead personality type thing so maybe they are yeah switching it up a little bit definitely the first lead character right yeah because again he's gonna start thawing out we just saw a flash of his backstory so we feel sympathetic toward him so that's where i was like was the flashback a part of the book type thing, the writer putting that in, or was that us the as the viewer yes. trying to get the the writer of the real drama wanting us to have a connection with him? So I, he definitely falls into that um, category. So I don't, I don't know that they're switching it up a lot, but it feels it's more fresh. so of like I really could believe that this dri- this writer might do anything. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that it might. Or that, I mean, because again, here we're speculating maybe Haru is, was a villain at one point in time. Whereas in a normal drama, you're not necessarily thinking those types of things. So it could, anything is possible in this world because of the way that it's set up. Yes. I don't know. Because I can honestly say I'm not sure who she's going to end up with. Right. 
So. And I'm not mad about that. No. no, I like both of them. Again, it, he so far has been a total jerk, but I also know that there have been a few times that they show him off stage where he's being a royal jerk. Like usually off stage, he's just kind of whatever, but like on stage is yeah. when he says the really like horrible really things. crappy, horrible things, which is just the writer. You can't blame his character for that because the writer did it. So it'll be interesting to see. Yeah how he changes and how like if he looks at the book after reading it and goes I don't want to be that person yeah I don't like that person that they wrote or if he just keeps you know he can't get past his programming right I I think that the most interesting thing is that you feel like the characters have a choice when normally we don't feel like they have a choice so whether they really have a choice or not our perception is that these characters can do anything. And I like it. Right. So. I have a question in there. Of, do we have a theory who the writer is? But again, that was like before yeah. the last episodes aired. So now I'm like, okay, I don't know if that the writer's in the cast at all. I don't yeah. know that they're, I think they're outside. Although Haru is drawing stuff. So either it's his Josen, like, oh, I did everything. I played the flute and I drew. (laughs) (laughs) Or um, is Haru the writer or the the person who did? And he's fallen in love with the character he created. Yeah, maybe he, because he, again, he's always been aware of her, even though, even when he didn't need to be aware of her. Which could have been touching so, through the black hole of right, Bookdom, right. If she or, yeah, if she pulled him in, and he was she was the first person he saw because she pulled him in. Yeah. But if he is the uh, the um, illustrator of the comic book or whatever, then that makes sense of why he's drawing her and why yeah. he would be drawn to her. Now I don't know how because again, as things change, he's feeling the pain in his hand. Why is he the only one feeling pain as the story changes? And why was stupid fairy know that? Right. Why does Ah, he know that? So maybe (laughs) I think I've seen this on Twitter where fairy is the writer and then Haru is the illustrator and they somehow ended up in the story or something like that. They're battling it out. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. So like that, but that Haru isn't aware of it anymore. Like he... Once he entered the comic book, like then he didn't realize that that's the way it was. But I mean, why would you be that concerned about him drawing her? Because the fairy was very like not happy about seeing him draw her in that picture. So it, I don't know. So the love triangles get all switched around. Which ships do we want to set sail? Because we have ship Haru, we mm-hmm. have ship Bakyang, mm-hmm. we have ship second lead. I think we've all deserted boring <laughs> first lead. Namja and what is her name? I so don't it, know. It's something it's like, super... Well, because they're both like, it's like man and woman or something yeah. like that, huh? Judah. It's Judah. Judah. Oh, so it's yeah. it's very close to... Yeah. Right, it's, yeah. it's Namja and Judah. But you know what? My little ship that I want to take off is Nerd Boy <laughs> and her friend. You know what's so delightful about her is she's written, you know, like that. that's all the way that she's written. But the actress is really making her uh, fun stand and out. stand out and yeah. making her a fun part of it. And it's also attention to detail of like just the two of them. And then all the backdrop characters and everything that like they're always 
on stage, you know what I mean? Like they're always that like on and perfect and, or just not doing anything and look like, you know, what they will say the same thing over and over (laughs) again in the situation. Right. Yeah. Oh, I I love them. And it's, it's so stupid, but I'm like (laughs) her with her cardboard cutout. (laughs) And him with his 1 million likes. (laughs) Like, Oh boy. (laughs) I, I think that, you know, it's just, it's just a, a little, a little side couple that I mm-hmm. kind of hope that they get, they, they get a little happy spot, um, out of the main group. It's I hard realize, to pick one. I kind of want to see what's going to happen with Bae Kyung. I, I really, whenever I say that it's, it could go either way, I could see where, Haru could fade away and back into his book and it would be a sad moment, but I could also see where Baekhyung could step up and be like the real lead and I could be okay with that because he's just, the the actor is killing it. I I really like him. He smolders. And he (laughs) smolders really well. And Haru has the innocent puppy, sexy look. Okay, really so well. the scene where he grabs her the back of her backpack and then she turns around and he's like in her face. Yeah, uh, yeah. that was very. It's like you're sexy. Or anytime he's ever trying to take off his shirt, anytime she's cold, <laughs> she's it's like, like I'm cold. Like, I'm cold. <laughs> Somebody be cold right now. Oh. I'm cold. I'm cold. And he's so tall too. I think that the back young actor is very, also is about They're the same height. Foot. Uh, yeah. Somebody looked it up the other day and the Haru actor is 6'3". The K-pop uh-huh. boy, yeah, he's he's 6'3". Which so is they're both... very tall, even like yeah. for... Yeah. And then right. she's she's a, you know, cute little petite height. Um, they but, are both swoony. Yeah. I, I really like the, the f- relationship and friendship that Haru and Dano have like formed. So I really do hope that I want him to grow as a character. Cause again, the first little bit that he was on there, he didn't have a lot to go on. And so he was still kind of establishing himself as a person, yeah. you know, he was just kind of a blank slate and he had to like, and still some of the stuff is like, Ooh, I can play the flute. Like some of it is very like, is this him or not him or whatever? But I feel like their journey together, um, is an interesting one and I want to see like what happens with them. I am really, I, I, almost, I really like them. Together, I almost but. wish we had like both versions, like so yeah. we could see both versions <laughs> or if anyone out there in fanfic world <laughs> feels like you know, they want to make a Haru Baekhyung. You know what I want to see because I want to see the Haru actor and I want to see Baekhyung in, uh, Humbuck, I want them to get pulled into the flower book, and that I would oh. think, <laughs> yeah, can we yeah. please have Beck Young them could in be a- like an assassin <laughs> with like the assassin black and the <laughs> the assassin hat? Oh, uh, yes. yeah, I, and, I'm I'm in for that. Sign me up for two. And Haru could have his flute, and her <laughs> like I want her to be aware of like going from a high school into that and being like, what the heck? Cause she would be hilarious. It would be so funny. So could we have like the, um, Korean version of what's that Chinese one? That's so popular. The, mm-hmm. with the flute boy and he goes evil, but then he's good. <laughs> Say, everyone he has flute boy. Oh, yes. untamed. Untamed. Yeah. We need the Korean uh, version of untamed with these two actors. <laughs> Cause that's, that's my ship. <laughs> 
because <laughs> and the cast or the production crew seems to ship them oh, yeah. too because they have so many, they have yeah. a ton of videos they even made like a one with like music in the background with the two yeah. of them and it wasn't a fan made one it was the studio like the <laughs> NBC did it so obviously they want some fangirls to start fanficking right now apparently write it and send us the link <laughs> <laughs> seriously all right so um our favorite scene so far do we have a favorite scene i'm always horrible at this question because i don't <laughs> always have a favorite scene can you see i i have one okay go for it <laughs> i really liked that moment the story really got messed up and instead Instead of the vanilla boring couple mm. declaring that they're in a relationship, Baekhyung switched things up, mm-hmm. possibly on purpose, and declared that he and Dano were together, engaged, they were going to make a go of it. Because mm-hmm. I really think the way he was looking at Haru... Mm-hmm. That he knew who I yes. was. Yeah. Yes. I think next week we get to find out how long I, he's known. Because I the previews I made it seem which if you flash. were watching the drama and the didn't have yeah. previews on it, there it's on YouTube or whatever. Yeah. But um for me, because again, I'm kind of horrible about this, but I, I really liked the scene where, because she, uh, she uh, up until this point, she kept coming up to him and she's like, okay, I'm this person and this is what's going on and blah, 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 yeah. and you're going to help me and okay. And he's just always staring at her and he hasn't spoken yet. And yeah. um, when they're at the ocean and he's supposed to go save her and he doesn't save her. And then she tries to build the rock thing. And it was so sad. And she couldn't build it. And it was like one of the first times where you really like see the plight of her character of like, you know, really she knows she's going to die or she's, you know, got this heart problem. She knows the writer doesn't care about her. And like you could feel her sadness and everything. And then Haru goes and builds it and it stays. And then he calls out her name. Like, I really liked that scene. And I love that she changed her wish from Mary Bakyang, yeah. which is, you know, vapid. <laughs> right, right. To I want to live. Yeah. And I so love that. that's really the main story arc. Right. You know, is her living. Yeah. So. And why she right now isn't clued into the fact that Haru was having a hard time. Yeah. And that the, the changes weren't necessarily good for him because she's so focused on she just she knows her time is limited. She wants to live. And so she's excited, yes. you know, about the new things that are happening. So, yes. To add to that, my favorite scene is when she breaks up with Baekhyung and the scene changes and she's like, I've never wanted to be with you. I've never liked you. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, what? And she's and and he's just looking at her. And I think he was aware then. Mm. I think that he was either becoming aware or he was aware. But she, I love how she just throws all these words at him, and it's like she's getting everything out that she's been wanting to say for so long. And then she just turns around and flounces away. And just the whole way that she just bounces off when she's done with a scene just cracks me up. See, I think that might be one of the first moments that he's starting to like, okay, I need to figure out, I need to pay attention to what's going on like that. Right. Yeah. So. All right. Anything else we want to add about the first 12 episodes? 
I can't wait to see what happens. Yeah. Like, it's rare that you get a story where you just really have no clue. Mm -hmm. I, I love that we have no clue. And I'm curious how many times that Haru's going to keep trying to take his shirt off. <laughs> Hopefully many more because <laughs> the last time I he did it, he it. played it to see if she had her memory back. So I, I don't I'm know if okay they'll play that. that again. But um, yeah, so <laughs> it's okay. so sad that he fell in the water and he was fully clothed. <laughs> like man you didn't even see like a white shirt stuck to ab scene very disappointed with that why did he have to be fully clothed and nobody else that's just not fair <laughs> exactly he needed to be mostly naked too <laughs> and with, with my country and Nukdu going on right now this one hasn't you know it's it's it's, it's lagging behind. behind. On the abs. <laughs> it's way behind on the abs with all those hotties that they have available for Oh, flashing. no, they did this, the other swimmers. What's it? Because that was the first yeah. time I noticed anything about the boring guy. <laughs> oh, oh, look at yeah. that. Standing there getting ready to dive in. I was like, oh, okay. All right. Yeah, they weren't <laughs> memorable. I can guarantee you if Beck Young was flashing his abs, I would have noticed. I would have noticed that would have been a red letter moment. <laughs> um, okay. So are, do we have anything else? Nope, nope. I think, I think we, that was we it. ended with the shallow moment. <laughs> okay. Our great well, writing. Like great writing. More, more, more abs. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for this episode. Feel free to send us your thoughts and feelings about the podcast. If there's a specific actor or theme you would like us to discuss, let us know. And just a hint, anything that gets us a bare chest is always a good suggestion. A male bare chest. (laughs) I do not want to see boobs everywhere anytime soon. (laughs) Okay. I can't breathe now. (laughs) What? It needs to be said because there's some really racy Korean movies out there and I don't want to see anyone's nippies. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's just stick with we need to see either Baekhyung or Haru's abs. And if you have like similar abs that you want to see, let us know. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, we can get such weird stuff. (laughs) 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 So, okay, we love. I can't even finish it. We love blogging about Asian dramas, but behind the scenes, how could you know how much we laugh and enjoy it if we're not on the podcast? And we love sharing that with you because talking and laughing is so much faster than typing. <laughs>